Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Blunt Truth, a podcast about self-love, mental health, well-being, self-reflection, philosophy, spirituality, everything that is on my mind today and any other day. (laughs) I'm your host, Candy, and welcome. Hey, you guys, thank you for uh, all the love that I'm getting. Um, It's it's a lot, actually, Um, for my episodes. It makes me really excited that, you know, uh, that people get it, you know, and even if people don't get it, you know, they they still listen. And, you know, if you click on, you know, the podcast, clearly you're trying to learn something, right? It's just maybe it's spirit telling you, let me click this and see what happens. And if we connect, we connect. And if we don't, I wish you well, you know, but I always, you know, get excited when I get a lot of love, you know, for just my words, you know, because that's what I really want to be known for are my words and ways of helping people heal and like live their best life. Um, so I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm like all inside. I can't wait for the next, I want to say like three episodes that I'm doing because I am really going to start diving into what I do and I'm going to be bringing different people to the table who have gifts and who have passions and who have lived, honey, and have experienced life um, and have done the work. And now it's their job to teach. Um, So it's different perspectives and it's beautiful perspectives and it's conversations that I've had with these people or that I see um, like through social media. And I'm like, yes, like I will hype up anybody who is about the divine, like period, the divine feminine energy, the divine masculine energy. I will hype you up all day when we talk about that. So those are the people that I'm going to be bringing in. And um I can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait. But um, with that being said, I'm going to top it off with starting with what I do and what I bring to the table and what I've experienced and how I've brought it to the table. Um, and it, this actually got um, inspired by an email. Let me pull it up. Give me a second. I'm never prepared. So that's one thing you guys will learn is I am never prepared. <laughs> I'm learning though. Okay. 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 So this is from, where'd it go? I just want someone to just like read it. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from Rashida. Not going to say last name from Silver Springs, Maryland. Hi, Rashida. (laughs) How you doing? Anyway, (laughs) she says, Dear Candy, I've been on my self journey for about five years now. I've read tons of self-help books, meditated, didn't like that much. (laughs) Girl, (laughs) trust, I get it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and have been on and off in therapy for my mental health. I like how you talk about healing and how compassionate you are, or excuse me, how you sound while doing so. How can I learn to tap into my divine? Oh, Rashida, thank you for that email. Um, I This is still something that I'm learning. And as I'm learning, I'm practicing what I preach. Um, you know, I haven't always operated off my divine feminine or, you know, my divine masculine. And let me tell first, before I start, 
Um, when I speak about divine feminine and divine masculine, I'm speaking of energies. And most of the time when people hear, you know, feminine or masculine, they always put it to, you know, male or female. Like one person, a man doesn't strictly just have masculine energy. There's feminine energy in there as well, just as much as there's a woman who has feminine energy and also has masculine energy in there as well. The thing is, is we don't really know how to navigate or kind of like, move it around equally and I'll get to that later but um so that's what I'm talking about when I speak of masculine and feminine energy um I'm talking about both energies within because we all have that so um you know for those who know me you know you know I'm all about people like I'm I'm all about helping people heal their divine feminine and masculine along with like helping people to shift and free their mindsets and like way of thinking, like those old paradigms, you know, and it's my passion and what I do for a living. And I don't know why I'm called to do it, but I'm called to do it. And it's not like, you know, sometimes, you know, it's been really hard accepting that gift. Um, That gift of like, I even when I, I say it out loud, like when I talk about it with people, I hate using it because, again, I do not like how it's being really thrown around nowadays, how everyone is calling themselves a healer, how everyone's calling themselves, you know, a spiritual this and awaken. Like, I don't like that. I don't feel like you should have to like you don't have to be boastful with it. It's not something, you know, like to me, this is just my opinion. Like I know at first, like you get, like you first start learning about things and then you're like, oh, I got to go share it. And I still do that because I still constantly want to share stuff. But I'm not one of those who sits there and is like, I'm a healer and I can fix you. And this is what I do. And these are my gifts and love and light with Reiki and da da. No, I'm not that. Oh, wait, excuse me. They speak softer than that. So clearly I'm not that person because they are, they're really, they talk really soft and it's really mellow and it's chill. I'm not that, (laughs) you know, and this thing here doesn't have, this thing is spirituality. It does not have a look, you know, Um, I always say that, but, you know, I am a a very straight, I'm just a straight shooter, man. You know, I, I just do that. But for me, it's been heavy when it comes to people to own up to being a healer because that made me have to look within myself. Because when people are coming to me or when I meet people in different stages of my life and we interact, you know, it's like, it starts off with trauma bonds. Majority of the time, it starts off with trauma bonds. It's or And it doesn't even necessarily have to be trauma bonds. It could be like, ooh, you know, you like this and I like this. So, woo, we're friends. You know, but majority of the time, like, when you really start talking to people, like, when you first meet them and, like, you kind of gauge it, it's like... Sometimes it can start off as trauma bonds and sometimes it doesn't, but it just depends on, you know, what kind of energy that you're bringing and and where your mentality is at, you know? Um, So I had to really do a lot of work within myself. And, you know, with that being said, this is why for what what I do, um, I'm a massage therapist, I'm an alchemist, I'm a certified spiritual life coach, and I specifically like target shadow work and when again when people hear shadow work they get all wigged out and I'm just like yo chill it's not that serious like (laughs) it's not it's I mean I guess because like I don't I like being to myself I like figuring out myself um I think it makes it easier if I figure out myself so I'm really not afraid of 
darkness. You know, um, I'm not afraid of things that I know that I need to look into about myself and change. Like, um, it's like an internal audit, you know, like I know that there are times when I can be toxic or I know that there are times when I, I can be too much of this or too much of that. Like, I know when I am imbalanced. I know when I'm operating off my divine versus my unhealed or, you know, like, or my wounded. I know when I'm operating off of, like, I'm aware now and it took a lot of work. Um, but anyway, and also, so spiritual life coach and also I'm a Reiki practitioner. And um, with my Reiki, uh, well, first, if if you don't know what Reiki is, Reiki is, a, it's a Japanese energy healing technique and it involves a Reiki master using like gentle hand movements to guide the flow of healthy energy through the body to reduce stress and promote healing. And it sounds peaceful AF, right? <laughs> it's it sounds so zen, right? Um I know when I do my reiki it's heavy. <laughs> but I like it. It's heavy but I like it, you know. Um I like that. But I I also do mine um I do my reiki a little differently. I do mine with palms and I also do mine like somatically. So somatically is like I pinpoint the blockages physically due to what's blocking metaphysically, which are chakras. And chakras are my jam. Um, I, I am forever all about my chakras. I, I, they're very important. Um, and when they're in balance, when any, there's seven of them. And when any of them are out of balance, it just throws you off. And that's when you go into the unhealed versus the divine, or I don't like to say unhealed. I'm sorry. Let's say wounded, wounded versus the divine energies, right? So with the seven chakras, the first one is the root chakra. And that's at the base of the spine, like uh, near like the hip area, like kind of like the like the genitalial area that's the it's that's the root and that color is red and it represents survival consciousness now i'm going to repeat that again <laughs> it literally represents survival consciousness okay that's that that survival mode you know i got to do what i got to do to survive you know um it's red like i already said it's the safety it's uh the grounding the nourishment from earth energy and when it's blocked you feel stressed and worried and it's just excuse me everything is just like literally out of control for you excuse me i'm so sorry i drank like <laughs> i just like chugged a red bull so now i'm just like eh. I'm, maybe it's like my throat chakra is like i'm blocking i don't know anyway um, and then next we have the sacral and that's orange and that's near your belly button. And then that's associated with emotions and creativity and sexuality. It's also connected with the water and flow and your desires and feelings of intimacy, like all that, like that is, if I'm a Scorpio, so Scorpio and the sacral energy, it's like that portal is open because I'm all about birthing and creating and, and that kind of stuff. But this isn't about me. Well, I guess it is because I, anyway, so <laughs> um, when it's blocked, you it's like you feel you feel emotionally or sexually like open. Oh, no, I don't really think you feel open. It's difficult to be emotionally or sexually open. And you're more involved. It's like in, you're more involved in like unhealthy relationships and not even just with other people, but like with yourself. And then we got the solar plexus, which is yellow. And that's all about trusting your gut. Now that one is my all-time favorite. Sacral and the 
um, solar plexus are my two because the solar plexus is more about your intuition. It's it's um, right above your navel and it represents the fire energy, right? Oh, it's just, I get so excited when I start talking about it. It's the energy center to trust yourself or trust in yourself with strong consciousness. And when you feel powerless and experience difficulties taking action on your desires, it's blocked. And I could give you so many things physically that happen when these chakras are blocked. Um, I, I'll probably do an example later, but um, then we got the heart chakra. So everyone always knows about the hot, the hot, <laughs> the heart chakra, right? That's green, and that element is air, and it represents unconditional love and compassion, and it works very well with your intuition. So you gotta have these things in sync in order for them to work. And it's like when you experience a lack of creativity or intuitive insight or loneliness or breathing problems, it's blocked. So pay attention to what physically is going on in these areas because a lot of diseases come from this harnessed energy that we keep inside of us because we're we're working off of that wounded energy, okay? Then we have the throat and that's blue and that's about communication and speaking and sharing and expressing and listening and perceiving from like your highest I mean, highest form of communication, y'all, because it's, it's you speaking your truth. <laughs> you know, that's you speaking your truth. And my throat chakra at times is wide open because I will tell it how it is because it's my truth, you know. But there are times when, you know, I don't, it's not like I'm lying, but I'm too timid sometimes, right? I went through like, or it's even sometimes, I mean, I still do. It's like I'm timid to say something or I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I know what I'm talking about, but I'm still a little nervous. And then it's like my throat will get dry. Or like, um, if you always constantly had strep throat when you were a kid, that's like, you know, that's your throat chakra being blocked. And, um, so that's, you know, that's that part. And then there's the third eye and that color is indigo and that's your mind center. It's, it's like they connect that with the pineal gland and that represents light and it allows us to visualize and imagine and focus and it opens the door to the divine. Okay. But let me tell you something. Disclaimer, heavy disclaimer here. Okay. <laughs> when that third eye opens, everyone always wants to rush and open their third eye. But when it opens, yo, let me tell you, it it's bananas. It is bananas. Like most of the time they tell you that you need to have someone to help you open it, like a practitioner who like specializes in these things. So it's like, you just can't go willy nilly and find someone off of, I don't know what, you know, and they say, Hey, I can open that. And then they half-ass open it or they open it wrong or their energy isn't, you know, with pureness, you know, it's, it's diluted energy and they open it for you and your ass goes balls to the wall tripping out. You know what I mean? Like that's what it feels like. It's like a whole trip out. But it can it can get heavy if you don't guide your way into it slowly. And most of the time when the third eye opens, I honestly think when it opens, that's like your ancestors and your spirit guides. Like that's you have to be in the present in order for the third eye to open. Also, maybe it's like psychedelics can help too. But um, you know, it I think that's when you're guided into it by spirit. Um, but that's, you know, but um, it's self-awareness and it's your peace. And when you overthink and you're worried or you're super busy, like who isn't? <laughs> it's hard to see the big vision of what you want in life. 
because you're not in the present. You're too much in the, the future. You're too much in the past. What do they say? Oh my God, what's like that saying? The past is like depression and the future is like anxiety. Like be in the present so you can get all the things that, that come to you from, your, you know, signs. It's literally in your face, you know? And then we have the crown and that's purple. Sometimes they say it's white and that connects us to the divine source, the energy of love and wisdom. And it's, it, it like empowers spirituality in our belief systems and enlightenment. And when it's blocked, we feel loneliness or like a lack of connection from higher power, the universe, God, your deities, whoever it is to you. It's like you, you literally feel like a lost wandering soul. That's what you feel like. And, um, a lot of us, you know, go through that. You know, there's... A, okay, so I'm a huge Avatar airbender, like, the last airbender, like, nerd. I don't care if you got anything to say about it because you should really watch it because there's... The whole thing is, like... Like, it's based off a kid's show, but, like, it's deeper than that. I've watched that thing so many times throughout years going through things more because, like, you know, it's just... it's just, It has some deep messages. But there's this one episode in there with, like, this guru and... um you know, he, um, he talks about the chakras. He really breaks it down in like a easier version. Cause you know, it's a kid's show. So it's like, it made it easier. So if, if you're a beginner, it really helped. Like I know it helped me when I started diving into what's a chakra, you know? Um, but anyway, so the two main things to really understand with the chakras, it's, it's like the heart is love and the throat is wisdom. And we can't truly think before we feel. The heart comes before the mind. We know this. The heart always comes before the mind. But we try to do mind over heart things. And then that's when things get imbalanced because we start overthinking. And you have to feel it. Like you literally have to feel what it is that you're feeling first and then think it and then process it. And the only way to process these kinds of things is shadow work, not spiritual bypassing, not ignoring, not overthinking. Figure out why you kind of go off and like get triggered or you get scared or you, you know, you overthink, you know, why do you do this? And this is how I help people is to unblock those chakras to see what it is happened you know and um it's an amazing experience and um it's heavy but it's an amazing experience and you know I've done it with myself whether I knew that I did it on myself or not I just I think just going inside you just do it um so you know it's very rare to like teach someone about how to be in the masculine energy honestly and I'm gonna tell you why you know, I think a lot of us do operate off of our masculine, male and female, but it's the wounded version. And the importance of unblocking those chakras and healing the wounded masculine and feminine energy is so important. And then once you do that, you have to know how to integrate. And when you integrate the masculine and the feminine energies, that's when it's literally operating off yin and yang. It's literally, it's that polarity. It's that inward versus outward focused energy. The polarities show up in every level of creation, every single level. Think of anything in this world and you know that there's a level to it, the negative, positive, yes, no, good, bad. Like there's always a polarity, you know? And it gets so complex on every level. And masculine energy is that to do, it's the thoughts, it's the thinking, it's the possessiveness, and possessiveness, excuse me, I can't even talk, my mouth is so dry, energy. 
<laughs> and then the feminine energy is more of the chakras. And that's the love, the wisdom to feel, right? But who got time to feel? <laughs> that's why like a lot of us are operating off wounded, you know, masculine. But um, these energies are so relevant in today's society. And I don't think that people really understand how it is so relevant. Like, I don't even watch the news. I just don't. But it's like, I can just feel what's happening. And I can, it's just, it's obvious, you know? And it plays out the most in politics and the left and the right side. You know, the, the, the right side is, it represents the feminine, the feeling and the thinking. Now, really think about this when I'm saying this to you guys, you know what I mean? And the left is the masculine. It's the social issues. And both sides are valid, right? And necessary. But they both also say that you're wrong. Like, both sides literally sit there and say, you know, you're wrong with whichever. And we can't really integrate the left and the right sides in politics until we integrate the left and the right feeling and thinking within ourselves. You know? Like, until we do that integration, until we literally do that, thinking and the feeling, the feminine to the masculine, and realize that both are needed, we will continue to have a broken society. It is so, like, you got, we have to learn how to to do this. And we've denied our feminine because we're told that it doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't get you there faster. It's not efficient to feel. So it doesn't matter. So we shut it down, right? And if you're doing something for fun, it's not important. Like, what you truly love to do yeah, it's not important. You need to do something that's more productive, right? How many times have we heard that? You tell someone your dream, no, 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 no. You need to go out there and do more. Like, why don't you do this, like, more productive? Oh, it takes me back to Sister Act 2. Oh, my God, it's my favorite one. Um, <laughs> when Lauren Hill was telling her mom, y'all remember that? She was telling her mom, you know, mom, I want to sing. And she was like, no, you know, singing don't put food on the table. Singing don't do the... It, she crushed her dream. I thought oh, that movie was my favorite. <laughs> Now I got to go watch it. But, it, you know, anyway, you know, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. But we are told that, you know, feeling doesn't get us anywhere faster and it's it's not efficient. So it doesn't matter. And if you're doing something for fun, it's not important. But the arts are just as important as the economics, y'all. The arts are literally just as important as the economics. And it's not being accepted, especially by men. Oh, and like, I feel sorry because there are men who don't want to sit there and, and, and be in that, you know, uh, that, that heavy, you know, I look at like, if you want a good example of wounded, like masculinity, it's because of like capitalism, honestly, but that's another topic. But, you know, we're told, not even capitalism, just everything, like society, like men are told that you have to do, 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 provide, provide. And I'm not like, what if, what if someone, I don't know, you guys get where I'm going with this, because I would love to have an episode of with someone who has, who is coming into their divine masculine and like speaking about it. Cause I'm trying to heal everybody, but I'm a woman so (laughs) I'm like pouting when I say that but it's like you know it's hard sometimes to talk to men you know about them operating off wounded masculine without them getting offensive you know so I tread carefully but I I mean they still talk to me but (laughs) I do tread carefully because I don't want to sit there and ever like make anyone feel like you know because just how society is but anyway um, 
Oh, so, you know, it's not being accepted, especially by men and men who want to take that scenic route and be in that feminine energy, you know, that creation, that creative kind of energy. Like it's, it's really not. And wounded masculine becomes that narcissist, right? That one that we love to hate, right? Ugh, another, another topic, but that's the one that we love to hate. But the wounded masculine becomes that narcissist. They seek to possess and, and to control and conquer and, and they can't handle other people's emotions. And, and if remember, if one is wounded, then it'll poke at the other's fears. Right. So think about being in, in, in a relationship with someone who is narcissistic. If someone who is narcissistic is in a relationship with someone, they're poking at that other person and it's triggering that other person. But then versus if you're operating in healthy masculine, you can sit and you can hold space and you can listen and patience. Ooh, that word patience. I hate that word, y'all. But I had to learn. <laughs> I hate being patient. I am so impulsive. I am go, go, go. If I feel it, let's go. If I want to do it, let's go. But I had to learn to be patient because I think not being patient is a form of control because you want to hurry up and control the outcome, you know? So anyways, you it's it's being patient and it's the aspects of integrity, which is the aspect of wisdom. Like that's that that healthy masculine. That's that's beautiful. It's beautiful energy. And then you have the wounded feminine, which shows up like that out of control with emotions, right? We've all done it. You know, male or female, we've all done it. When you sit there and you go at somebody and you're just like da 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 you know what I mean? Like putting your finger all up in the air. That's that explosive amount like that explosive anger. You know what I mean? You're ran by your emotions. And you have to express it, but you don't know how to express it. But it's like when you do express it, you can't control it. Just like bleh, it comes out and it's like heavy as shit, right? And because it's suppressed and that power comes out and it's on purpose because we aren't seen or we're not heard. And we're told that our power is bad, you know, like that feminine, that wounded feminine, it is bad because you're spewing all that stuff out, out of insecurities versus going in that healthy feminine and that healthy feminine it's compassion it's creativity it's energy it's intimacy it's 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 all of that it's intimidating to masculine too to be honest i'm just being honest you know because women have been suppressed for so long and we have this idea that like higher success of like power that women have is having all like the achievements as a man with success and mm -mm, honey you don't have to you don't have to be in that masculine energy to work work to do to do to do 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 like that's that society that we in like that we live in Gnosis. take a rest lay down <laughs> rest your bones because you are killing yourself and you're no good if you're killing yourself because you're no you can't give to others you can't give to your children you can't give to your you know your partner you can't give to your family you can't give to your dog your cat or whoever a fish i don't know a goat i don't know but most importantly you can't you just can't give to yourself you know so you got to slow down i'm not all for that to, that that go 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 energy like money 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 ain't going to rule me you know what I mean? I'm attracting money. I'm not going to kill myself for it. I've done all that. It did. I'm not doing that. But I also think, you know what? I, I had a talk with someone. I don't know who I was talking to, but I think that motherhood is like extreme masculine energy because it's like everything that you have to like take care and protect it puts you in that masculine energy. You know, you, you'll do some crazy shit for your for, you know, your kids. 
because that's you, you know? But if you know, like, if you knew, honestly, like, I'm gonna ask all a question. If you knew that you could shift your masculine and feminine energy and it was acceptable, could you actually do it? Like, could you do it? If we could realize that we can do both and not one or the other, and it wouldn't be like demunitizing, but equal, then you can be free. Do you know how amazing it is to do that? And it's something, it's a life going thing. You know, it's not just a, 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 you know, light switch on and you're forever that way. No, you constantly have to work at it, but it's so freeing to know that you can do it in a healthy way and not in an unhealthy way or operate more off of one than the other, you know, and if you're put in different situations. And, you know, Christianity, yeah, I'm going there. (laughs) Christianity tends to be on the feminine aspect. Like if you really look at like Christ consciousness, Christianity, right? It, It really is on like the feminine aspect as in it does a really good job as like loving God and being devoted to God and loving him as my all. But their masculine side is very fucking distorted to me. You know, that masculine side is corrupted by ego. You know, and I gravitate more to the feminine and I love the, oh, I always loved like singing the songs in churches, like the praise songs, because it's like everyone, it was like coming together as a collective. And if people could get out of that distorted masculine and stop judging, then we could actually heal people just by pure essence. Like we could, we really genuinely could. So it's like now I went, it's like I went through a phase and it's not even a phase. I just went down like this path and I'm still there where it's like, I'm hungry and I'm looking for like, what is divine nature, you know? And Eastern is the masculine wisdom. And I know all of this knowledge, but now I feel like it's meaningless. And like, how can I escape like this sitting with thoughts that have been kind of tormenting me? And I, I had to divorce myself from the feminine energy of Christianity and we can't afford to be disconnected from either side because you lose yourself a meaning. I sat there and I kept hearing, you know what I mean? Like the the ego that they were throwing out there in Christian, the fear, the the control part of it. You're going to hell and da 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 da. I, I, I was like, nah, man, I can't vibe to that. So it's like I took myself out of it. And and what happens when we get identified in our in our thoughts and in our beliefs, you know? excuse me, you like, you get disconnected from your feminine. And then we think information will save us. And then we get attached to it. And then it's like, we have to make other people believe it. And that's ego. Because we need people to agree with us. It's not about people agreeing with us. If anyone else who has a different point of view comes along, then we get in our inner wounded feminine. Like we really do. If you sit there and you like, you talk to someone, right? And and you're really big on a topic and you know that's your shit. That's your jam. Like you studied it. Like that's you, you know, and you're having a conversation with someone who doesn't think the same way. How many times have you gotten mad? And then you're just like, no, this is what it is. And, and then like that other person does the same thing. And then it's like, what really gets solved? Nothing. Because nobody had an open mind. Right. Because remember, truth is like it's 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 objective. My truth isn't going to be your truth and your truth isn't going to be my truth because it's all based off of experience. So if you come together with an open mind and you listen, listen in that that 
healthy wounded, or excuse, healthy wounded, <laughs> in that healthy masculine energy, you can learn because you're listening. You're not talking over with that wounded feminine, right? And this is in relationships too, you know? And the biggest scam in history is that women are more emotional than men because I could tell you so many times I have seen men go after each other in their wounded feminine. Look at football <laughs> when your team loses. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just like, just in general, like, I mean, I've seen it at its pettiness and it's it's quite funny, but then it's also sad too. And the trigger that people feel when when like they're clinging down to their truth that if they're wrong, then they're compromised. That's feminine energy wanting to be seen. And we all think that. And if, and I don't know, if and whenever we're talking about polarities, the feminine energy wants to be seen and heard. And it wants to express itself freely. And it wants that, it wants that out of balance, no matter the gender. It shows up everywhere. And if, if one isn't being seen or heard, then it's bottled up. Then they explode and that's that wounded feminine energy right? And you need to allow yourself to feel. All healing happens within yourself. And then it expresses itself in the world with jobs and relationships. Everything, healing happens within yourself. Only, no one can fix you, okay? This is the gist of it all. Like, nobody can fix you. I don't go out here claiming that I can I can heal this and I, or I mean, not heal, but I can fix you. Like it's a hundred percent guaranteed. If you follow these five steps and read this book and listen to this podcast, nah, man, I ain't got time for that. I'm here to help you open it up. I'm here to open up the, the energy fields of what you're harnessing. And I'm here to like energetically, like metaphysically and literally like physically through massage you know, and, and if you look at it, you know, when, when people hear Reiki, they're kind of like, well, I don't get it. You're not even touching someone and da, 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 da. You know what? Look at what Jesus did back in the day when he used to lay hands on people. And that's Reiki, like <laughs> legit. It's the same thing. And people would, you know, call him, you're a witch and you're this and you're that, you know what I mean? No, I just, I want to help. I just know what it's like to, to, you know, go through this and and I took this route you know of of the energetic way I mean it's all energetic way but you know there's many routes that you can take you can do therapy if therapy works for you I am 100% about therapy I am so for therapy I'm so for mental health I will oh I'm just for it but I also encourage people to find the right person for you It, it takes like you have to you have to be like present and you have to be aware of interviewing. Like when you're interviewing someone, you don't like, you'll know when it's off, you know? And this is the same when you look for someone for energy work. If you don't vibe with that person, then you just, you just don't vibe, you know? And you go and you keep seeking elsewhere. But I mean, there's so many different avenues of doing this and, you know, that's why I'm so excited to have the next couple of people. Well, not even a couple, like one, two, four, one, two, four, <laughs> four people on because they are, they're coming at this with different holistic ways and, you know, beautiful teachings. And it's all just to bring us back home. There is more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> you know, I learned everything that I've learned right now. I've learned through everything from each and every avenue, you know. 
and I, I'm, I've, I've looked in, you know, Christianity, I looked at Buddhism, I looked at, you know, a lot of just like Western, or excuse me, not Western, Eastern medicines. And, and I've, I've just done a lot. And I also use natal charts, but I also say, and I turn, I use psychology with it. You know, I, I read a lot of books on cognitive behavior therapy and I read just a lot of just, I'm, I'm all about you know, the psyche, which is, you know, psyche really means soul. It's the study of the soul. They tell you it's the study of the mind, but it's really the study of the soul. You know, I study souls, you know, um, and I just, I don't, I just, I heal souls and I have to be very careful. And this is for anyone, you know, you have to be very careful to not lose yourself doing that when you're helping others, because again, your job is not to walk through, through the whole thing. You know, your job is just to, as a healer, you know, your job is just to plant the seeds, but it's up to that person. Because again, it's free will at the end of the day to take the tools that you give them to the next level. And if they choose to do it, then they do it. And if they don't, then they don't, you know, you can't, that's just how it works. I, it's, I'm not here to take you all the way. I'm just here to help, you know? And then with that, you know, you take that knowledge and then you spread it. And I've, I've always been, I've, I heard this quote that said, um, you know, you, you find a teacher, but a guru, you look for a teacher, but a guru finds you. Um, I've had many people come into my life who I feel have been gurus. And I think it's also been vice versa, you know, because when you do meet people, you're learning off people. And I, I couldn't tell you how many times people have come to me and was just like, you know what, you said exactly what I needed at the right time. Or I can't believe that, you know, it, what you told me works or like how, how just shifting my perception works. You know, I put up like a video yesterday, depending on when I, um, upload this thing I say yesterday but I put it on Facebook and it's it's it was about like how to create earth or how to create heaven on earth and you know um Bruce Lipston I probably said that wrong but um dope dude man he's dope and um you know you can create your own heaven or hell you really can if you wake up in the morning and you constantly just think of all the negative things that are happening to you what do you think you're going to find? What do you think is going to come to you throughout your day? You know, and if something good does happen to you, you're too much in a whole schmood. <laughs> you know what I mean? To 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 see the good. And but if you I'm not saying sit here and be like, you know, act like you have rainbows up your butt all day and you're farting out Skittles. You know, it's like I'm literally saying if you actually look at the glass half full instead of half empty or just plain out empty, and you just change that mindset of like really understanding that your energy that you put into anything will come back to you. If you put out good, good's going to come to you. If you put out negative, negatives, I don't want to say good. If you put out positive energy, then positive energy is going to come back to you. If you put out negative energy, energy then negative energy is going to come back to you. You know, so it's like you, you need to be mindful and you need to be aware. And I'm not saying walk around with a smile all day, <laughs> you know, like, no, but like, just be grateful. Being grateful is the number one thing to do. 
And that's another way of how to tap into your divine is is learning to be grateful for what you have, not sitting there always thinking in a lack mentality like, oh, I don't have this. So my life is shit or, oh, I don't look like this. So I'm, my life is shit or, oh, I don't have this, 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 like in my life is shit. You're not defined by materialistic things. I know that they want us to think that, but we're not. OK, it's time to start thinking a little deeper than why we are here. If you want heaven, you you get it. You you get it. Your desires, your passion, your heart, your energy. If you want something good in this life, you got to believe in yourself and then you get it. It will come to you. Yeah, it's going to have obstacles, but those obstacles are testing you. Those obstacles are testing to see which op, like which energy are you going to work in, your divine or your, your, you know, your wounded. And, you know, if you're working on yourself and, and you go into like a relationship, you know, it, this is with anyone. But if you want to spe- like if you want to specifically talk about like relationship relationships, if you literally go into relationships with someone or a relationship with someone and that person, if you can surrender, this is how you know. Okay, I'm going to tell you how you literally know from like my personal experience that you are operating in your divine. If you can be around someone and, you know, like, let's say one person has more masculine, one person has like more feminine as soon as you go around each other. And like, if you can balance each other out, if you can tame someone's lion and if they can tame that lion in you in a healthy way. And not in like a, a a bullying way or a controlling way, like emotionally controlling, like hiding emotions from you or like, you know, trying to hurt you. If you can literally be around someone and that person literally calms you, it tames you, it tames that beast in you and, you know, your ego is out of it. If you can drop your ego for someone or if that person can drop their ego for you, yeah, it's still going to get tested. I'm not saying it's going to be like 100%, <laughs> you know, because you got to work at it. But, you know, this works in friendships. This works in everything. If you can literally, you know, operate, if you can, if you can balance that divine, if when you know that someone is really having a tough ass fucking day and they're just like, because they're like acting off the like their wounded masculine, right? Or maybe they're wounded feminine at the time. And you can just be there as a holding space and just listen and tell them you're not alone and genuinely it, like mean it. That is how you know that you can operate through divine energies. It's healthy. It's divine feminine. It's divine masculine. When you can put your guards down with people, that's when you know. And that is how you spread love, real unconditional love. You have patience. Oh, I hate doing it because every single time I say patience, it always takes you back to Corinthians. (laughs) But, you know, you operate out of pure love because your guards are down. It's literally saying you have the power to hurt me and I know it. But I trust, I trust, I have faith that you won't do that to me because I have done the shadow work to do that because I have gone within to wonder, to figure out why I used to be triggered by people or why I didn't feel worthy or why I felt like I had to show out or why I had to operate out of my wounded masculine or my wounded feminine, you know, and hold back emotions and stuff so I won't get hurt. And then 
versus also, you know, operating off of my wounded masculine because I was in that to-do mode. So I was always in work, 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 you know? And like, you know, with my kids and everything like that, I was always in to-do. I didn't have time to feel. But when you do that work, when you take time to find, you know, however it is that works for you and you do that work, that shadow work, that that work of going into yourself and figuring out why it is that I, I act the way that I act or things trigger me the way that they trigger me. When you can sit with yourself and do that work and then you come out victorious with it, like, you know, when you come out of it, because it's like, I understand now that people are projecting things on me. So once I understand that it's being projected onto me, I, it, it's not my, it's not my weight. So I need to hold space and I need to be compassionate for this person or for these people, you know, but it takes a lot of accountability and awareness of yourself too. So again, you know, going through those different chakras and totally read up on it. Don't just take like the 30 seconds of each explanation that I gave you, you know, like look up on these things if you're very interested in it. it. And, you know, there are many crystals. I only know a little bit about crystals. I do have some, I do have, um, like ones for the chakras and things like that. But um, I would love to have someone on here. I, I know a couple of people too who know about crystals and I would love to have that episode so people can learn. But, um, you know, you can use that with crystals and, and harness your energy with that or, and whatnot. But look up those and, and just really, I honestly encourage people, you got to do the work. You have to know that you're worthy enough to do the work. You have to know that you deserve to have happiness, that you deserve to create your heaven on earth. You don't have to wait to die. Like he literally, um, Eric Lipton, which I probably sat there and said his name wrong again, but um, (laughs) it's on my Facebook if you want to see it. But, you know, he literally sat there and said, what if we were born into heaven? What if we literally, stork dropped us off and we're in heaven and you have the option to literally create heaven on earth. We have that magnetic power, that frequency to do that, you know, but then you have that negative energy coming in from the media and from, you know, society and the government and food and and everything like that. And people just operating off of just wounded energies. And then you don't know which way to think and then you forget. So you get stuck. You get stuck in cycles, but you can break that cycle. You don't have to stay stuck. You just got to know who you are. And once you do know that, then you don't have to sit there and operate out of like control factors or you don't have to operate out of fear. You just know you don't chase, you attract. A lion doesn't have to tell anyone that it's a lion. People know. And when you create that frequency, when you know who you are, nobody can tell you nothing, okay? It takes work, baby. It takes work. When And you know that no one can tell you who you are. That frequency will attract the person or the people for you. But the shitty part is, is, you know, other people have to do that work too. And all you can do is just wait, you know, because you know, you know that you deserve. And that's with anything, you know. So I really encourage everyone to like really dive into themselves and do some introspective work. And I I love what I do. I love it's a it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> Cuz but the the blessing of it is it got me to to go inside of myself to to go down that road. And you know, nobody wants to really do it, but I will tell you it's a beautiful thing when it's done, you know. 
Um, so I love, 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 love all that's coming up, you know. Um, again, we're still in Scorpio season, so I hope this Scorpio season is going well for you all. Um, <laughs> and I also hope that um, you guys really just take the time to find out who you are and, and, and to figure out what's stopping you in general in life you know, and, and when you can do that, share it, share what you've done, you know, um, because that's how we, that's how we live. That's how you get out of here, man. You, you, this is what life's about. You learn, you experience, you learn, you share, you know? So thank you again for another great episode. You can send me more emails. Rashida, thank you so much for that email. I really hope that I helped you out and especially describing like what I do. Um, if you want any more details of what I do, you can totally check it out on my Facebook. One day I will probably like tag it on this thing on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so you can like, you know, if you, you know, want any kind of assistance with with anything, you know, I got you, but you can definitely like click on my, um, my business page, but thank you again for all the support, the love, the, I'm sending you guys so much love. I'm sending you guys hugs and love, hugs and love, (laughs) you know? Um, and I hope to, uh, I might put out another episode this week. I don't know yet, but I probably won't. But until then, take care, you guys. See you next time.